Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. My life. My face is almost as red as my shirt. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and is currently jacking his boner off to YouTube videos of animals farting. That's Jeff Clark. It's terrible. What's up? And beaming to us from the top of an acai tree, the bearded booger-eating Brazilian known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Do you know if acai comes off of trees? Is that a thing? Perhaps it's a bush. Does acai even come in berry form, or is it or is it slimed? No, I think it's a berry. Yeah, I think it's berry that gets slimed, and then because nobody ever seems to use the full berry, I've never ordered something and gotten it topped with acai berries. You can only get it in slime form. They look like blueberries, but they're more red instead of purple. Are they bigger or are they tiny, just like blueberries? Uh, They're a little bit larger than blueberries. Shuddy, do you get acai sent to you in berry form, or or is it like one of those things like, uh, like getting cocaine that's not stepped on is damn near impossible? No, I've never, I have never seen acai in its natural form. Right. I, th- I feel like. However, there is talk of me going to tour the acai factory. Man, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's my internet or anything, but both of your guys' video feeds is so choppy. I look good on my end. Yeah? Yeah. Seamsies. Wait. T- God damn it. Well, the thankfully acai nobody factory- watches us on YouTube. The acai factory wouldn't be in Brazil, right? They're not sending you all the way no, to Brazil. No, unfortunately, I'm going to. We uh, our acai. We get our acai already turned into the smoothie base. Yeah. So it would just be where they do that for us, gotcha. which is in New Jersey. Oh, oh man! I, I was like, oh, still maybe South America still. So <laughs> no, you have to New you have Jersey. to deal with the Brazilians, and then you have to deal with the Goombas. That is a, a lot of palms to grease. Yeah. Apparently, this is, I don't, I don't know, this doesn't really have anything to do with Shuddy's acai ship, but there was an eSports championship yesterday played between America and Brazil, and supposedly, like, Brazil is, like, the villains of eSports. Really? Like, they fucking hate, like, the other countries hate Brazilians. They stuff ground-up acai berries in people's controllers to try and gum gum them up? I guess they're just, like, real dicks, like, when it comes to, like, shit-talking, like, oh, they'll, man. like, send death threats to people if they, like, lose in esports, and they're, like, really, like... Wait, the competitors aggressive. or the fans? I think... I think... Actually, you know what? I don't know. I was gonna say both. I can't... I can't say... I think there's something wrong with the competitors. Like, they're ultra-aggressive. They're dicks, because it is, like, an according to my brother, like an esports thing. Like, every country just hates Brazil. Well, I would take your brother's 
word on all things esports. Yeah. I mean, he, like, for Valorant specifically, but I think other video games, like, on, like, a, a, a Saturday or Sunday where there's, like, wall-to-wall sports, golf, basketball, football, baseball, whatever, he'll have his laptop on his on his lap and he'll be watching like the Valorant tournament, the Counter-Strike tournaments. So like he's, I mean, he's like super plugged in with all that shit. He was going to start like, I think he was going to start like an esports website for, for USA Today sports. So like he's, he's locked into that, that, that shit, obviously. I mean, he's like friends with like a lot of the guys or, um, colleagues, a lot of the guys that play at that level. And I mean, he's a nasty gamer. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, like in the tier below, like essentially professional. Like honestly, if one of like these major teams in Valorant, like if one of their competitors, like they have like injuries or they have like actual like issues that will like it's like will, a broken thumb. Yeah, like there'll be reasons that like they'll sit certain esports guys. Like it's not unrealistic that my brother would get a call to like play in a tournament. Man. Like he's like that kind of good. It hasn't happened yet, but he is that kind of good. It's like, uh oh, Skank Hunt forty two broke his wrist jacking off too much. Right. We need to ta- we need to sub in Bill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he is that kind of good. So he's plugged in all this shit. Um, and that's just, I just, I don't know. I remember him telling me yesterday about how America's playing Brazil and everyone fucking hates Brazil and we have to beat these idiots. No, USA, right. USA. Yeah, we won. We conquered the Valorant esports tournament yesterday. Oh, Brazil got defeated. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we, I think we beat the shit out of them. Actually, fuck up yours, dude. So yeah, but Man, speaking of Mike Tyson, you see him fuck that guy up on a plane. Yeah, it seems like most of the internet is on Mike Tyson's side. Yeah, how? Why wouldn't you be? Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the guy threw a bottle at him, didn't he? Oh, is that what definitely happened? That's what I hear. I didn't see the video of it. I saw the video of him like harassing him, like leaning over the seat because Tyson was sitting in front of him and like talking shit and harassing him, and then looking over at some guy across the aisle that was filming him and like smiling and nodding and like I saw that giving the thumbs up. I didn't get the audio of that. I saw that and it looked like he was being a douche. Yeah, but I don't know. I I don't I don't know. So I, I mean. I've, I'm well on the record with this. I love Mike Tyson. Fucking yeah. love Mike Tyson. One of my favorite athletes ever. So I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't how could care. you harass Mike Tyson on a plane, like in public, and not think he's going to beat the shit out of you? Yeah, I don't know. It's a very stupid move. Very stupid. But yeah, yeah. Take gosh. this. Take this. I don't know, maybe it was just one of those things where it's just like he he figured that he was so famous that he just wouldn't. He would do. Like Mike Tyson would obviously do whatever it would it would take to avoid this conflict, which yeah. is because Mike Tyson is known for his right, chill, which is completely <laughs> against his his reputation. But I, I'm I'm just trying to make sense of that guy's retarded logic, which oh, right he was ass. drunk, wasn't he? Oh, right up your ass. Perhaps, yeah. Do you have a knock at your door? Yeah, I think it's just a fucking. Oh no, Amazon. Oh, little Mama's gruffing now. Jeez, who's that little mama? Little mama, you can never figure out who's that. We'll ask her like, who's wait, who's that? And she like her ears will perk up and she'll sit up straight uh, when she feels like people's at the door. But she never she never guesses right. She's a little dumbass. You don't have to murder anybody today. You can chill out. Good guard dog. 
Good yeah. job, little mama. I, I what really annoyed me was all these people t- just like tweeting at me, telling me that hey, that you look like that guy that Mike Tyson beat up. I was like, ah, come on! I don't think I look like that guy. He kind of looked like like uh, like Anders from Workaholics. I he, thought he did. Yes, right. <laughs> I was I was just thinking about that show, and I was I forgot what it was called. I thought it was called Office something Workaholics. That does. <laughs> It does remind uh, he does remind me of that guy. I thought that show was called The Office. <laughs> no, I, I, it's not The Office. It's not Office Space. Office something. Office something. I just just it just left my mind because I couldn't think of the the name of the show. Workaholics it wasn't even fucking close. So, but um, I'm obviously Team Mike Tyson in this in this skirmish. Same. Not, not going to take sides against him. Shuddy. No. Nope, I'm Team Iron Mike. There you go. MSPH is a uh, oh Team Mike Tyson podcast in this in this situation. We should do like a collaboration. We'll go on Mike Tyson's Hotboxing podcast. Mike Tyson will come on Mad Scientist Party Hour. I'm into it. We'll do baking with Jeffy Cakes here for 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 his show and. Uh, yeah, or bring, for when he comes here, and, yeah, you can bring some of the some of the ears. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the the Holyfield gummy ears. He's doing oh, really oh, well oh, with oh, all that. Oh, 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 I, I mean, the Mike Tyson. It's called was it Tyson Ranch? T- Maybe we can play or against or him in Mike Tyson Punch Out. I think that's what's happening in these clips, isn't it? It sounds like. He's moving joysticks. Yeah, I think he was playing Punch Out. Yeah, man. Lots of stuff uh happening in the news. You you sent me this, Jeff. The the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation case, which has evolved into a defecation case. <laughs> nice. Is, it is, is going out on. of control. I haven't been following this too closely. I know they are both accusing each other of doing fucked up stuff. Johnny Depp is accusing her of throwing a vodka bottle at him and the glass chopping off one of his fingertips. She says he beat her and stuff. And the, there have been allegations for a while about poop, about poop being involved. Yeah. Johnny Depp says she pooped in the bed. And then she just said, no, that was dog poop. But that I guess that moment finally had its day in court and it's all being like filmed and televised or some shit because that's what we need america fucking needs wild it. but yeah if anybody's ever wa- wondered what it would sound like if johnny depp had to talk about amber heard pooping in his bed today's your lucky day he says he looked at it on his fo- on his phone i'll rule the objection as the photograph what was the photograph of mr depp <laughs> It was a. It was a. <laughs> he could barely get through it without laughing. <laughs> well, well, you see, it was a. <laughs> it was a. Uh. <laughs> it's almost like he, he's like, kind of want. He, he, like, the point he's trying to prove in this trial is that Amber Heard is a terrible, terrible bitch. But this is funny. This is a, this is. I can't help but laugh. Yeah. It was a photograph of the bed. Our bed, um, and on my side of the bed, um, 
He's almost turning into like Riley Martin. Human fecal matter. Human fecal matter. <laughs> um, oh. So I understood oh. why it wasn't a good time to go down there. Oh. Um, when he says go down there, does he mean he wanted to eat her vagina? And then he went, he, <laughs> he pulled up the covers and saw there was shit. Uh, Is that what he means by go down there? Well, Your Honor, I, uh, I was kind of I woke up in the mood and wanted to uh, tongue dart her ass, but then I, I smelled uh, doo doo butter. <laughs> doo doo butter. But that's what he means by <laughs> go down there, right? I don't think. I I think she was. This is what I'm just guessing. Like he woke up, Perfect. she wasn't in the bed. She was like downstairs or something, and then he saw poops. And was like, all right, she just shit in my bed. I'm not going to go downstairs. <laughs> this relationship and- <laughs> is not going well. <laughs> I'm not going to escalate this any further by going downstairs and starting trouble. She's unhinged, clearly. Clearly unhinged oh, at the she's, moment. She's um, a deranged mental patient. She took a shit in my bed. <laughs> I've never even seen anything like that uh, in my days as a pirate. My initial response to that was ew stinky (laughs) (laughs) that looks like doo-doo was i mean i laughed (laughs) it was so outside it was so bizarre (laughs) and so grotesque (laughs) that i could only laugh um oh and um so I did not go down there that day <laughs> I uh I did not um I did not lick her poontang that day I did not I did not go downstairs in my house for the entire day <laughs> she was down there <laughs> and I was not fuck that I was not going to go if talk you, to her If you catch my meaning your honor <laughs> I uh I didn't go downtown out of um fear that she miswiped and got some poop in her vagina. I honestly like for just about all of Johnny Depp's career up until like this these trial moments, I kind of looked at him as like pre-Jared Leto. Like I've never really been that big of a Johnny Depp fan. I kind of his coolness was always lost on me. I always thought most of his movies sucked. Like he was a good actor. I saw it. I could, I can understand, obviously, why he was a movie star, but ultimately his movie selection wasn't that good. Like I, I always like I thought, like blows a five dicker, blows a five dicker, and if he did more of those movies, great. But I was okay, always well, never like let's, on Johnny Depp's. I was never a Johnny Depp guy. Let's now, pull up his his letterbox D. Okay. Um. I, I mean, impromptu letterbox D game. What do you guys think is is in his top three? I would I would guess it would be some Pirates uh, of the Caribbean. Crybaby. <laughs> so it'd be some Pirates of the Caribbean. Which one? I don't, the first one. I don't know any of the names of them. Uh, I, I, Curse of the Poopy-Filled Bed. This, uh, this, <laughs> this is an old school movie take I have. I've hated Pirates of the Caribbean. I've 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 never gotten past the first twenty minutes without falling asleep. 
I fall asleep in the first 20 minutes. I think the first Five one times. is really good. I really like the first Pirates movie. They slowly dip in quality as they go. And then there was one that I don't even think I have marked on letter as watched on Letterboxd because I went to see it in the theater and fell asleep in the theater. And I slept through most of it. That's a rare thing for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. But it also, I don't think it had anything to do with the movie because I've stayed awake through some horrible movies. I think I was just, like, exhausted. The circumstances. Yeah. The crap circumstances. His his number one movie is one that I love, and th- I'm, I'm guessing this is this is not a Jeff Clark film, but Edward Scissorhands. I think Ed- Edward Scissorhands kicks ass. Hate Edward Scissorhand- Scissorhands. It means, of course you do. Me and Johnny Depp just never got off to a good start. Um, you were right, Jeff. The The second on his, his letterbox D is Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. And then it goes what to... What about Rango? Where's Rango? Rango is pretty far down. Uh, oh, really? Um, Fantastic Beasts is number three, the Harry Potter spinoff, which he got replaced in by Mads Mikkelsen because of the Amber Heard case. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, thumbs down. She cost him money, that fucking bitch. 21 Jump Street, but he just had a cameo in that. Allegedly, it's still getting... Corpse Bride. I like Corpse Bride. He was in the OG Nightmare on Elm Street. You're going down the list, the, the list, excuse me, of his yeah. letterbox D rankings. Uh, where does, he where was the, the f- Mad Hatter and Alice in Wonderland, the live action one. Wait, Blow still hasn't shown up. Nope. This app is fucking lame. I fucking hate this. Uh, another Fantastic Beast movie, another Pirates. Murder on the Orient Express, the 2017 one. Then comes Rango. Then comes a five dicker, in my opinion, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Not a huge fan of that one. God, you suck. I know. Sweeney Todd, not a fan. Musicals. Toy, toy. More pirate stuff. Gilbert Grape, Sleepy Hollow. Love Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow kicks ass. Yep. Platoon. I don't even remember Johnny Depp in Platoon. I've seen that movie once in the early 90s. Ooh, potential five-dicker for me. Ed Wood. Didn't even see it. Fucking love Ed Wood. It's black and white, right? Yep. I... Don't do black and white usually. You're such a pussy. I'm trying to think of a black and white movie that I would endorse. I guess, you know, Birds, Psycho, a couple of Alfred Hitchcock flicks, part uh, of uh, uh, yeah, Wizard Blow of Oz. Is, Blow is really far down the list. I mean, this calls into question the legitimacy of this app. And not that there needed to be any more questions for its legitimacy. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I guess he has such a big, successful career that it's possible to get through, get a bunch of movies out there before Blow. But I, to me, it's not fair that it's it's at least 10 spots down, right? Further, right? Yeah, further. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Like, I would almost like to do, like, a Johnny Depp bracket of, like, what's really his best movie. It is 30th. That's that's outrageous. There's no way you can name 29 better Johnny Depp movies. No way. Like, I won't even listen past, like, Not. Four. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's also movies that he just appeared in. Like, he was in Tusk, the Kevin Smith movie about a guy getting turned into a walrus. I don't think he had a, I don't remember him having a big part in that. Like, if we were really debating his career and you were, like, Fear and Loathing is a five-dicker. It's better than than 
blow. I'd be like, all right, I got, I understand that I'm in the minority and I would be willing to concede that point, but I'm not getting fucking more than like six movies down before it's like, wait a second. Blow is better than, than uh, how many pirates movies are there? At least three of them. I'll give you the first four one. or five. I'll give you the first one. Cause it made so much fucking money and everyone when I went to college, was like, oh, pirates, pirates, pirates. I thought it was fucking whack. I'll give you that one. Give you Edward Scissor's hand. Scissor, scissor hands. Excuse me. Uh, Edward Scissors. scissors, scissors. <laughs> Intel, Intel Englefort. And uh, Fear and Loathing, but nothing else. <clears throat> or Sleepy Hollow, too. I actually really like Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow sick. It's a Tim Burton movie, right? Yeah. One of the few Tim Burton movies that I like. Also... Another movie he was in, horror movie, From Hell, right? Yeah. Where does that rank? Because I thought that was pretty good. I like From Hell. Where, based on a the, comic book movie. Yeah, Alan Moore. Yeah. Wait, it was, wasn't was he playing the investigator of the Jack the Ripper? Yeah. Yes. Same thing, right? Yep. I liked that movie. And Heather Graham was in it too, right? Yeah. Good fucking movie. Good flick. Another one that I would take over the whole fucking Pirates franchise. I almost said Panic Room, but that, in fact, was Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think From Hell is ranked 42. Okay. Oh, fuck. Whatever. Secret Window. I like that one. I don't know. Johnny Depp's got a, a, a very impressive filmography. Seems to have fallen into the same pratfalls as Nicolas Cage, um, spending more than he had, finding himself in some debt. I don't know what his financial situation is looking like now. I know he's suing Amber Heard for $50 million. I mean, she did cost him a Pirates movie. They were going to do like one one last Pirates movie. And what are we talking What's that paycheck like? That's the thing. Is that like, I feel as though, like Nick Cage's mistakes and situation is is due to his personal mistakes. As I understand it, very done pretty much no research on this topic but as i understand <laughs> it but i'm still gonna weigh in yeah still gonna say how i feel we're a big feelings podcast as i understand it johnny depp's current situation is mostly attributed to that fucking anchor and whore that he had as a wife amber heard allegedly it's still being worked out in court i do like that pe- people were calling her amber turd on twitter <laughs> <laughs> like she should never have a fucking career again. Human fecal matter. Oh, I mean, not not no, no, not a career. No, never have an acting career. So like, this much, should be it. Much like Jeff, I haven't been following this all too closely. <laughs> obviously, obviously, the poop in the bed gets on our radar. It's mad scientist party hour. Of course, of course, if somebody takes a shit in somebody's bed, you take a shit in an A list celebrity's bed. We're talking about it. Yeah, we're right? gonna cover that. Yeah. Um, but all, all I have seen is it seems like the internet is strongly on Johnny Depp's side, which is rare, very, that, that I think suggests or, or, um, supports like his argument, like the internet skews mostly women in these situations. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff I've been seeing, like every time this stuff happens in the news, there's like justice for Johnny Depp, cancel Amber, Amber Heard. And I'll like click on it and see what people are saying, and it's a lot of women that are like, "Yeah, fuck Amber Heard, 
Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp got slighted, and they're all angry at Amber Turd. Yeah, and he comes off as so cool in this trial. I was never a Johnny Depp fan, and now I am a big Johnny Depp fan. I might even go see his next movie whenever it comes out. And like human fecal matter, like, I don't like. I forget the specifics on how much he made off of Pirates of the Caribbean, the first couple, but it was stupid money. Oh my god, yeah. Like if he did one more and he was having fu- money issues, that probably would be the end of those money issues. Probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to see if he still owns an island. Fuck. <laughs> Ooh, Nicholas Cage or Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. It does a lot of overhead. That's what you're carrying. I mean, okay, listen to this. Johnny Depp bought Little Hall's Pond K, a 45-acre island with six beaches, for $3.6 million in 2004. I mean, that's like, that's pretty much moving into Culver City nowadays. Yeah. Like, a two-bedroom house in Southern California is $3.6 million. <laughs> yeah. Not much of an exaggeration uh, he at got a, all. He got an, a bargain for the island. Yeah. Or an island for, the, for a bargain. Um, I think it's in the Bahamas. Uh, but he did buy it with his longtime partner, Vanessa Paradis. They've split, so it could be, as this article calls it, settlement fodder. I mean, he, so well, I don't he'll even get know three Johnny, beaches? <laughs> Johnny Depp. Yeah, maybe he could sell his, um, his island in the Bahamas and buy a one-bedroom house in Los Angeles. That's just... <laughs> yeah, that's just... You can't buy an island with a girl whose last name is Paradis. No. It cost him $3.6 million and has been nicknamed Fuck Off Island, explaining how he intends for it to remain private. Oh, maybe he does still have it. Sounds like it. Man, three... That's, that seems like he got a really good deal on a tropical island. I mean, three, $3.6 million is like what? One... Hundredth of his total Pirates of the Caribbean salary, probably. Like he's had to make probably over two hundred million dollars, right? Do you so, think Johnny Depp, if you buy your own island, are you now like the sheriff? I like, mean, is he Rango? Is he walking around that island? Like, I don't know. Hey, you get a, are you committing some crimes? I find you guilty. You're not going to be executed. Like if he. F- like, seriously, if someone shows up on the island, he can murder them, right? Yeah. Like, that's how hey, it works. I don't... didn't you see the fucking sign? This is fuck off island. Yeah, I, like, I wonder, like, so uh, is it part of, like, the Bahamas, like, country? Like, uh, politics? I'm like, guessing I, I, so. I wonder, I, I wonder, like, how, like, what the political situation. I mean, like, it's did, not like. Did Johnny Depp get to join the UN? <laughs> right. He gets his own seat. <laughs> God, after his performance in these in these trials, I would like him to have a seat at the UN. Yeah, the, the official in, currency is debt bucks. Weigh in on Ukraine and Russia. Where Johnny <laughs> Depp, how do you feel about this issue? Well, I think uh, Vladimir Putin is uh, a bad. I think he's bad. <laughs> I like this shit in his bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to deliver him some... Human fecal matter. <laughs> I love the way he draws it out at the end. Human fecal matter. Uh, I mean, he, there's... Like, 
it appears though it's I mean obviously maybe whatever mugshot he might have had associated with this situation with Amber Heard it just seems like Johnny Depp is always Johnny Depp and always a movie star and that's what that is yeah like as he talks it's like oh he's a, this guy's a movie star like you never see a bad look on Johnny Depp like he's just he's just a fucking he's just an icon and it's like even the way he says human fecal matter human it sounds fecal big matter. It sounds Human big. Matter. Got yeah. some some cadence and bravado in that voice. Absolutely. Human fecal matter. It just rings alpha. Human fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the court is just like sitting on him, just like stretching it out. Yeah. Man, did Jack Sparrow really just talk about someone taking a shit in his bed? This is fucking wild. <laughs> this is awesome. Holy shit. I want to give... I, I like stood up at my computer a couple of times and started clapping at the the trial footage we got. Just an epic Johnny... Really one of the better Johnny Depp performances of his entire career. Speaking of poop, we teased this a while ago. And I finally got like some Windex and paper towels and got rid of it. But believe me when I say... A bird about. took the oh. biggest shit on my car. Yeah, it was yeah. it was astounding. You had it around way too long. Like, I did. You were. You were <laughs> it was like it was something you were proud of. It it just blew my mind. Like, it's like I, I set a record. Fuck David Rush. There's no way David Rush could beat this. No way. This is a record bird shit. This was the biggest herd ever dropped on a windshield by a bird. And of course, it happened in Poop Slime Alley of all places. I was literally like fifty feet from my parking space when plop, and the whole fucking car like rattled, (laughs) like like I like I had uh, hydraulics on it, like somebody falling off a roof onto the top of your car. Yeah, like um, it was it was like in that scene in Jurassic Park when the T Rex is walking towards the car. It was like it was like a T Rex footstep. And it, it splattered, and it was green and liquidy. You and swerve. I, I couldn't believe Yeah, I lost control oh. of my vehicle. I couldn't believe it. Like I, Just four days ago, I paid for a car wash, and then this turd lands on there, and I was like, that is significant. I have to, I have to save this because I have to show somebody. I can't clean this off. I was also worried that it would damage my windshield wipers if I tried to get rid of it. It was that significant. I don't even know... What kind of bird could have left a, a massive turd like this? Are there are there fucking albatross in in Studio City? Are there pterodactyls? Shuddy, please say something. I don't know what an albatross. Is. No, there are no pterodactyls. But Jeff is a pterodactyl, a mammal, a bird, or a reptile. I honestly thought a dinosaur was its own thing because they don't exist anymore, right? <laughs> Well, no, they don't. Excuse me, they don't exist anymore. I know that, but okay. If you're saying it's definitely one of those, sorry, I'll go reptile. Uh, dinosaurs are believed to actually be more closely related to birds than reptiles. That's this fucking point. bullshit. I feel like they get their own category. <coughs> oh, that's fake news. Am I wrong? You disagree? You don't think a dinosaur should get its own fucking? Well, category of animal specification. I don't know what I'm trying to say. They... <laughs> <laughs> Human fecal matter. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, but yeah, I, I Jeff Jeff was witness to this massive mountain of bird shit that hit my car, 
And I do have pictures of it. Let me see if any of them look good. They do it justice. Did you get your do. hand next to it, like <laughs> to show the, per- the the size of the poop? I mean, it's it's by my visor, so you you kind of have that for context. But I don't know. I'm texting it to Shuddy right now. It almost looked like a shit. comic book drawing of like a, a bomb exploding in midair. Like I I. It took me multiple, multiple sprays and wipes to get it all off. It it completely soiled like three handfuls of to- of paper towels. To Wait, get this why didn't off. <laughs> you, you did it by hand? Why didn't you go to the car wash? Because that's like twenty five dollars. I mean, you probably need a new car after what that bird did to it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it melted some of the it's windshield. Like Twenty five dollars. Wait, isn't there? Uh, can isn't like seven or eight dollar drive wash, uh, drive through car washes like at mobile? I mean, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I feel like you wanted to get the, you wanted to to feel this bird shit in your hands. That's why. That's why I you also didn't it trust them. Like, like the the car wash I go to, they it takes a very long time, but I think they hand wash it and stuff. I didn't trust them to take the easy way out and be like, look at this fucking big pile of bird shit. You know what? I'm just going to get this off with the wipers. And then my wipers get damaged because it was like a full human turd. Like, I'm still not convinced it wasn't the $11 trillion man hanging off of a power line. Your logic is so retarded, almost always. And this is just another (laughs) example of it. You could have just paid someone in Poop Slime Alley to do it, probably. They would have made it worse. They would have upcharged you. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my shit to get this bird shit off your windshield. I'm gonna wipe this shit away with shit. Shuddy, so you dropped a, a bit of a bomb on us recently. I believe during an episode of Queef or No Queef. I was gonna say that was off the yes, record. Yes, that Kevin. it was because we were talking about um, the commercials that we were getting during Queef or No Queef. Yeah. And Shuddy Boy, you are ready to join the ranks of bikers? I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds much more badass than it is. But yes, I have been um, considering buying a motorcycle. Well, I'm going to join the Mayans. Yeah, we're staring at one of your hobbies right now. And a motorcycle could lead to you joining a motorcycle gang. If you With take my, the, this motorcycle uh, shit as as as, yeah, you're not one to dabble. Yeah, if you take yeah, it as strongly no, as you I do don't with He Man, my toes in. Yeah, uh, I, I dive head first and then hope I can figure it out. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I've kind of since we last spoke about it, I have talked. I am now leaning towards not getting one. Oh, what changed? Uh, you do we do you got to speak in code? Because well, um, on top of the fact that a when would I ride it? Like I can't transport to stuff for work on the back of a motorcycle. I can't be can't pick up the transferring kids. tubs of acai from store to store on the back of an Indian scout. Um, you could so pile it that. up like those people in Singapore. Um, 
I have no, none of my fr- none of our friends that I hang out with have motorcycles, so it's not like Dom Call or Mark Dom. are going to come over here and go meet up for a, a cruise on a Saturday. Uh, you and, and fucking Dom should go easy rider. Come on, that would be and, sick. Uh, and Mark Rooster. <laughs> Like if you then, if you're the if you're the spark of change, Shuddy Boy, if you're the first one to buy it and they follow suit, it'll be like that episode of The Simpsons when Homer starts a biker gang and like I think like Mo rides on a like a a riding lawnmower, like that's his motorcycle. I just see Mark Rooster on the back of the motorcycle like Jack if Nicholson. Me, Mark and Dom were to get motorcycles, it would be the equivalent of wild hogs. Hey, how about we call ourselves the Christ Punches? Would you get a, would you get a sidecar and like ride around with some? I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a sidecar in person, but they're so fucking sick. Would you get a sidecar and and for <laughs> Dom. share and ride around the sidecar? Yeah, or Dom. <laughs> you could paint it up with like Skeletor shit. Paint it to look like Battle Cat. No, if it's for Dom, you got to put three three eleven shit on there. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe get His two sidecars. Be mustard yellow and ketchup red, though. <laughs> I think he'll be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, so no, I am currently backburnered it. Backburnered it. Yes. <sighs> I got to say that would have been funny. Although, I expressed my thoughts on it when we were doing queef or no queef and jeff called me a pussy of course because <laughs> i don't remember this but yeah that sounds right because i was sort of leaning on maybe you shouldn't shuddy because you like you were saying you don't you've never really ridden a motorcycle you would have to get lessons or classes or something get a permit and then worry about getting the bike and you know you're 40 You've lived half of your life without being a motorcycle rider. It seems like a tough time to just jump into it. And I know California roads and, and highways are different than they are in California. And California is nuts with the fucking lane splitting. Those guys are mental patients. It's kind of cool. And we just had a guy on the Ella show who I think it's going to be coming out, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, it's probably already out, Jonathan Freeman, who was an EMT for like 15 or 20 years in L.A., and said he got called to so many gruesome scenes of just biker crashes. Like he said he got out of a car out of the ambulance one time when he showed up to the scene, opened the door, stepped out and the cops immediately started yelling at him. He's like, "What? What?" And they're like, "Look down." And he looked down and he was like standing in brains. Uh... And then he was like, "Fuck. Where's where's the body?" And they're like, "Oh, he's about 150 yards from here in a tree." Yeah, right where I grew up in upstate New York, there was a, a, a somewhat famous motorcycle accident where a guy got decapitated. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, and when you fall on the ground, you just get sanded away when you skid. Yeah. Like, you all just have zero face. My father, when he was young, hit the back of a tractor trailer on, a, on his motorcycle and broke both his legs and his pelvis. Oh, my God. Yeah. But my 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 uncle, my my father's brother, and my and my father are big motorcycle guys. I think my father still has a couple motorcycles. You yeah, see, think... I don't want I don't want that to happen to Shuddy Boy. No, I know he's no, always yelling at me also, and stuff. Friday night, somebody was killed on a motorcycle not far from the house. So that was kind of. Oh, did you take that as an omen? I took that as well. Maybe I should rethink this. 
I actually fully endorse this. I've idea. always wanted a motorcycle, so it's and Kevin's projecting his bitch assness on your situation. Well, yeah, I am very clumsy. If I bought a motorcycle, I'd be dead in a week. Yeah. I don't know where you grade yourself, shuddy boy, in the clumsy department. He's also has a much better... I mean, the weather here is sicker for riding a motorcycle, no questions asked. But the traffic, like like you said, like taking a motorcycle on the 405, like, fuck, dude. And these guys are like... These guys drive aggressively and slightly recklessly like i get nervous almost all the time that i'm on the 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 freeway that i'm not gonna like that i'm gonna miss a guy that's fucking splitting lane so i i mean i do make sure of that shit pretty often because i've had numerous motorcycles just whip past me like oh yeah bumper to bumper million miles an hour fuck and like if 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 you like and sometimes they just come out of nowhere. You don't even get any warning to like try and move out of the way. And lane splitting is like allowed, but I don't think it's forced. And man, if 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 like they're coming up a hundred miles an hour and you don't react fast enough to get out of their way, I've seen them punch people's rearview mirrors yeah. off and shit. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Fucking chill out. If I see a motorcycle, like if I can see it in my rearview mirror, I pretty much just like Stay all the way to the right lane. Go f- like fifty five until this fucking thing passed me. I just want no interaction with a motorcycle, motorcyclist while I'm on the freeway. None. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I feel like <clears throat> maybe it's not like force isn't the right word, but I, like if you have a motorcycle and you're driving on the four hundred five, don't you feel like you have to lane split? Like you have to use that that. Traffic I feel like hack. it's the only reason why people buy them in LA. Right. Like, and it's not and a it's, bad reason. It's not. It's definitely going to get you quicker to where you're going, but man, your your life expectancy is is really in jeopardy. Like for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, yes, California traffic, LA traffic is that bad where it's somewhat reasonable to risk your life on a daily basis. Yeah. Like I, it's not it becomes to be it becomes a, a more understandable a route. Yeah, I have commuting. to I have to drive to Hermosa Beach two times a week to do the Jason Ellis show. And I'd say fifteen times a day during my commute, I ponder pulling a Michael Douglas falling down and just getting <laughs> out of my fucking car and leaving it. Yeah. And just going one man Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like it's one of the few it's like it is like a really like a mental grind commuting in LA on a on a on a weekly basis. Like yeah. it's one of those things you don't really, and you hear people bitch about it, and it probably it's probably annoying right now. This podcast, listen to this part of it, um, but it, once you experience it, just once, even on vacation, it's like, oh my god, it's fucking terrible. Like my uh, my mom visited recently; she wanted to go to Venice Beach, and it's just like that's like from Long Beach to Venice Beach, like that's all you're doing today. Like that's it; it's the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like driving up there. Finding parking, walking around, driving back, eight hours. You oh yeah, I mean, like that's yep. that's it. It's that's your day. Yeah, it always makes me laugh when I see movies that take place in L.A. and people do multiple things. Right. Like yeah. no, 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 no. You don't have time to do multiple things no. in L.A. You pick one. No. Oh, you want to go get groceries? There's your day. That's that. Is, yeah. You know, errands is a full day. Maybe you can crack out three, 
And that's usually because like two of the places that you're going are in the same fucking plaza. Yeah, like, yeah. that's that's how you do it. Yep. Um, but I, I I endorse the motorcycle idea, Shuddy. Maybe it's something that you won't do for the next couple of years. But I mean, I, I feel like you got a lot of open road and it'd be cool. It'd be like kind of therapeutic. So I endorse it. That's kind of my hope, but I'm gonna hold off for at least a little while. I might buy a not brand new motorcycle and see if I'm ever going to ride it and then go from there. See, I vote you just buy a snowboard. I have one. Oh. And he's went snowboarding. We did this already uh, this past winter, remember? Yeah, I thought you were bragging about how you had connections to a rental shop, so you rented a board. No, no, we bought, we, no, I, I was bragging that we I have connections to a ski shop and we got our gear really cheap. But I, I say I vote you buy two snowboards. You can strap them into each foot. Whoa! Has anybody ever done that? Okay, it's called skis. No, 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 no. These are super skis. I don't think you should think about this very long and hard, though. But I want to. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I vote bindings... for voicemails, but we can <laughs> we can think about this. We can think about this. If bindings had the, the screw configuration to turn them forward. And just buy two snowboards and make them into two fat dick skis. I want to try that. I want to be. I want to be. I'm king of the mountain. Oh, you snowboard. You you ski. <laughs> you stupid pussies. I do both at the same time. I think the slenderness of skis are purposeful. <laughs> oh well, we'll see, Jeff. <laughs> I think. I think there's a reason snowboards have the size they do, and skis are at the size they are. If I win the lottery, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this new sport, and you're gonna be left in the dust, holding your dick, crying. <laughs> I like how you you're going into it thinking you're doing something different, and eventually you're gonna just shave so much down of the individual snowboard that you're just gonna be left with skis. And you're like, oh wait a second. <laughs> I'm like I bet you feel pretty stupid now, don't you, Jeff? It's a little wider than the skis. Like, see, I told you, <laughs> told you. Got it there. It's like fucking, fucking James Hunt with his car and Rush. <laughs> yeah, you should just copy Nicky Laudas. Well, we do have voicemails, but we also have things to review. I, I pretty much blew my review load in the Easter egg. Spo- you really did. Spoiler fill review of the conversations with a killer, the John Wayne Gacy. Uh, documentary on Netflix is on the Easter egg. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert, John Wayne Gacy ends up being the murderer. Huge dick, uh, huge asshole. Really tried to more than, overcom- more than co- overcompensate for his uh, homosexual feelings by murdering boys. Um, I've seen probably 20 <laughs> naked dudes, teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait a second I don't like how all that came out but I've sprayed my shower head on my ass <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying that I knew it was going to be I was going to be used I probably I've sprayed my shower head on my ass <laughs> I love the gusto that you start that sentence with I've sprayed my shower head on my ass I've sprayed shower head on my ass that and a bunch of the other jobs that you have is going to cost me a job one day. <laughs> well, definitely to... not this one. I'll take piss in the butthole. <laughs> um, I thought the John Wayne Gacy documentary was fucking sick. 
Um, I th- I think the Night Stalker one was a little bit better. I thought that Gacy was better than the Bundy documentary, which I think was done by the same people, same different, same style. Um, me and um, true crime fellow lover Bonnie discussed this, and we talked about this on the Easter egg. How uh, of the Mount Rushmore serial killers? Richard Ramirez, John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, and Jeffrey Dahmer. John Wayne Gacy might end up being the least creepiest because he has his own business and had a fucking family. Yeah, that's not creepy. Um, yeah, it's pretty normal, actually. Um, but, man, there was just some fucking just crazy, crazy moments, obviously, of the serial killer documentary. The excavation process, because this guy essentially buried all of his victims underneath his home. Yeah, because I watched the the Peacock one, or most of it, Yeah, and he was being tailed by cops, and he fucking invited them into his house. He was so cocky. He was like, oh, I see you guys out there staking out my house. Why don't you come in and piss in my toilet? And then they're, they while they're pissing in the toilet, they're like, this house smells like fucking corpses for some reason. Yeah, this guy the, that we're the investigating winner, the for... The turned on. Yeah, the, the guy, this guy we're investigating for murdering a bunch of people, it oddly smells like corpses in his house. Hmm. Yeah. They had his fucking defense attorney on uh, on the documentary, and he was like, yeah, you know, after a bunch of, like, you know, after we're trying to mount the defense for him, the, the cops are trail, uh, tailing him, and he never, like, told us about the crimes. Like, he was never clear or honest about it. And then one night, he sat us down and told us about every one of the murders, and he was like, "This it was the worst night of my entire life. Like hearing this, it was like it was terrible. It was like fuck, dude. Like, could you imagine sitting there and this guy with a fucking pretty much a grin on his face for nine hours telling you about every one of his murders? Like, I I think we talked about this on other like true crime documentary podcasts that I've reviewed or uh, uh, documentaries that I've reviewed, but like it always impresses me like the stoicism that some of these investigators have or show when they like break or interrogate and get a confession out of these fucking guys and they don't like kill them or like fucking you know what i mean they don't like jeopardize the case by beating the shit out of these people yeah because like eventually john wayne gacy you know confessed to all the murders and fucking bragged about it like he he actually said and they got it on camera or they got it on on audio he he said after he was um, sentenced to death, he was like, yeah, I killed 33 people. They're only going to kill me once. I win. It's like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Man. <laughs> Such a scumbag. But it's like the, the cops that finally got him, like, you know, like one of them just wanted to like fucking shoot him square in his head and like fuck yeah. this guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'll execute this guy. Um, yeah, I saw on your, your Jeff's Twitter diarrhea, you said, did anyone else go from 6 to midnight when that John Wayne Gacy doc hit Netflix? So did you watch the whole thing in one sitting? No, I watched two episodes, two and a half one night and then fell asleep, uh, uh, watched it the next day. But it was definitely, like, worth, like, like I would have binged it if I didn't spend the whole day, like, watching sports, smoking pot, drinking beer, and then mm. trying to fill that in at the end, but... So it was definitely uh, something I could have watched in one sitting. But I, I, I'll give the John Wayne Gacy doc. I'll suck. I'll suck four point seven five Gacy dicks. Wow. I mean, again, it's just not, tickling the edge of a five dicker. It's yeah. I mean, but uh, 
like I love true true crime docs and all that, but uh, a Gacy four point seven five isn't a Terminator five. Like it's not the same thing. But as far as documentaries go, like it fucking kicked ass. Yeah, I mean it scratched scratched all all my documentary itches, and I appreciated that. <laughs> I went to the theatry. Why did you say and that? Saw a new film. I'm less interested. Good. I saw The Northman. It got me back in. How was it? Gotcha. I, I want to see this, and I'm not going to... I'm flying back to upstate New York this weekend, so I'm not going to see it this weekend. Maybe next week. How was it? Is it worth seeing? It was sick. Was it? Fuck. Loved it. It's So it's the, it's the same writer and director that did The Witch, which I forget where you landed on The Witch. I think it was not as good as I wanted it to be. I thought that it was my sucked. review. Yeah, this is this might not be a shuddy movie. Oh, really? I also... We have tickets to go see it tomorrow night. Dom and Mark both raved, or Mark or Dominic specifically raved about it. Yeah, I saw Dom gave it a really good review on Letterboxd. I went and saw it with with Carl, and she loves Swedish culture and Swedish things and Nordic stuff. And Alexander Skarsgård, I think, is her like number one celebrity crush. Has she so, ever been to Sweden? Yeah. No shit. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, and I was just pumped because I, I really like this director, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of The Lighthouse. So I was like, all right, The Witch, I loved it. The Lighthouse, meh. All right, movie number three. Really nervous about this one, but it ended up kicking so much ass. Like, it, it starts really strong, and then, I don't know, at, at one point I was like, fuck, is this going to be a little bit too art house? Is this going to be kind of like the lighthouse where I'm just like, okay, I feel like you're just being weird for weird sake. And it was weird. It gets into some weird stuff. Um, the, the shots in it though are gorgeous. Like the spots they pick, there's this, there's this, a, a point in the movie when, uh, the, the Northman and Anya Taylor joy are in a natural hot spring and they're just surrounded by, they're just in a big open green grass with a big grassy cliff with a waterfall that's crashing like halfway down it. Just the, the, the locations they picked to film this movie are fucking crazy. And then they, there's, there's some supernatural elements to it. They get into the supernatural parts of Viking lore. It was really violent. Not as violent as I thought it was going to be after the, the hearing some of the reviews about it, but Really good violence, nonetheless. Um, and I don't know, you, you get like really quick appearances and awesome performances from Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe, and just I don't know, everybody crushed it. I loved it. I thought it was fucking great. Was there nudity? Yeah. Sick nudity or? Mm, no, there's some passing nudity where a bunch of people are kind of porking in the woods, and you see some hooters here and there, and then you see some butts, and there's a couple dude butts. Oh, oh, my favorite! How, what? How many Northman dicks are you gonna blow? Suck. <laughs> Excuse me, not blow. Suck. Yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll suck four and a half Viking dicks. Wow, you couldn't even get the four seven five with like I did with Gacy. No. What were your? Do you have like obvious uh, knocks on it or criticisms? Um, it was very long. I think it's like two hours and 15 minutes. 
maybe a little more. Two fifteen. Yeah, not, it's not fifteen. That bad. It's not that bad, but at this point, it it is becoming ex- like it was, and it's a it's an intense movie. When it was over, I was like, Jesus, I'm fucking bushed. I feel like I did all that shit in that movie. Huh. I mean, it's a, it's like a really cool revenge story that seems like it's going to be pretty straightforward, but there's some pretty cool twists thrown in, and I love the way it ended. Um, I loved when like there's a part in the beginning where the kid and his dad basically do some form of Viking ayahuasca and hallucinate and there's burping and farting. It it checks a lot of my boxes. Burping, farting, butts, boobs, violence, Vikings. Vikings. It was dope. I don't know. I, I went in and I'm like through my head, I'm doing the calculations while the movie goes. And I was like, okay, this is a solid four dicker right now. And as it ramped up, I was like, ooh, okay, this movie just just earned an extra half dick. All it has to do is stick the landing. Landing was fucking great. I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, that was awesome. Does it have four, seven, five, five dick potential on future viewings? Like, could it turn into something more? It could. And anybody who gives it a four, seven, five, or five dick, I wholeheartedly support that. <laughs> nice. Just can't get yourself behind a full five dicks at the moment. Not at the moment, but I mean, a four four point five dicks is is nothing to wag a flaccid penis at. Yeah, what did how did Carl feel about the Northman? She liked it not as much as I did. Gotcha. Okay. I, I mean, God, I really, really want to just spoil the setting of the final scene because it's so fucking metal. God damn, is it cool? But movie just came out, and I think it's yeah. I'll f- for someone who bitched about Jeff saying that Tommy the Machine Gun gets the shit kicked out of him uh, in Rocky Five, you if you I yeah, you can't mm. spoil anything, buddy. I was joking about when when I was texting you guys about that because I did. I don't know. You seemed pretty upset. <laughs> That's what I picked up on too. Oh, re- oh, really? You two pussies are agreeing, huh? Absolutely. Ganging up on me? Well, so weird. That never happens. It's a new trend that I kind of like. 2022 thing. I will say though, if you if you care to get my update on Rocky Five, because it was another it was Letterboxd a, promotion. A big plug. a big point of contention on this podcast for a while when I revealed years ago that I hadn't seen Rocky, and then I watched Rocky One, I watched Rocky Two, and then took a break, and then on the Ellis Show we did a movie review of Rocky Four. So I skipped Rocky 3. We did the Rocky 4 movie review. And then I saw on... This is one of the things that I love about HBO Max. They have hubs you can browse that'll be like last chance viewings. And they have an entire category of movies that disappear that month. And, I mean, there's only a couple days left in April. But on May 1st, all the Rocky movies are gone off of HBO Max. So I was like, okay, I have to watch... Rocky 3, which I did, and it kicked ass. Did you ever talk about it on the podcast? No. And then I watched Rocky 5 because the last one I have to watch before they disappear is Rocky Balboa from 2006. And then I will have seen all the Rocky movies, and then I have to see Creed 2, and then I've seen the entire Rocky universe. I think Rocky Balboa. Actually, I'm not that into Creed 1 or 2. 
I oh, man, have, I loved Creed 1. I thought Creed 1 was fucking great. I almost have a hard time putting it in the same conversation, but I think Rocky Bobo would be my least favorite Rocky. So let's back up here. Rocky 3. How many how many Rocky dicks are you sucking for Rocky 3? Four. Because I think momentum has picked up in recent years where people think that would say that that movie's underrated. And I've sure. always liked Rocky 3. I yeah. thought... The only Rocky movie that's gotten what you could consider a subpar review so far is Rocky Five, which, which we're getting to now. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> all right. What did you think? I mean, I I liked the shot at this. It was an interesting chapter in the Rocky saga. I'll say that. Like, there was some stuff that I didn't fully comprehend. So, Rocky after Rocky Two. Rocky becomes like a millionaire, right? Yeah. Between Rocky yes. 2 and 3 is where, when Rocky is very, very wealthy. Yeah. And he's got fancy Correct. cars. He lives in a mansion. Um, and then Rocky 5, Paulie, of all people, tricked Rocky into signing something that gave him oversight over his entire estate, invested all of Rocky's money in something that he thought was a lock, to then when he got the return on his investment, he could repay the money he borrowed before Rocky ever noticed and make a fortune himself when he just bankrupted everybody with that move. And then they have to move to a shitty part of Philly and uh, he's fucking still living with them. Paulie's still there. Like, you ruined our family. Why does he get to still eat in their house and drink whiskey and make snide comments? Be like, hey, motherfucker, you did this. They were so chill with that happening. Yeah, I hear your point. I hear your point. But as long as, what's his name? Burt Young is alive. Like, Paulie has to be in that movie. I know. I, I know. I, I hear I, I your looked point. At the, I looked at the listing. I know, I know he's still alive to this day. I know he's in Rocky what? Balboa. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, he's still kicking. I, I came, Burt Young as Paulie. Is really one of like the most iconic supporting roles ever. He like, is awesome, but that was a really weird thing to write. It's it's almost like Stallone, like he kills everybody off in those movies. Yeah, like he killed he killed off um, Mickey. Yeah, he killed off Apollo. He made Paulie a bitch. He, I think, doesn't he kill off Adrian at some point? Yeah, she she dies. Spoiler. Rocky I mean, Bobo. those are some some cutthroat. That's a cutthroat franchise to be involved in, for sure. And yeah, no, I hear your point, but but from like a storytelling perspective, it is pretty logical. Like, if you need to get Rocky Balboa back into the hood or back into whatever the uh, humble him a little bit, yeah, impoverished part of Philly. The the most reasonable way and the best way to do it for the story is for Paulie to fuck up his finances. For Rocky's dumbass to give Paulie access to his finances, and of course for Paulie to ruin him. Like all that makes sense. Yeah, you know. And I think you agree to it. So do you or agree that that makes sense? So what other knocks, if any, do you have on Rocky Five? Tommy Gunn, kind of a chode, even before he becomes a chode in the uh, in the story. Like, right when he showed up. Chode vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Big chode vibes. His his introduction into the movie is him sparring and going too far. 
and just whipping the shit out of his sparring partner, even when everybody's screaming for him to stop. So he's already a bit of an unstable asshole. He's got douchebag vibes. And then the movie of, like, is, is a lot of it is Rocky training him to be a boxer. And it's like, I don't really care. Hmm. I, I mean, it does have a good payoff. I did like that he becomes such a jerk-off, and he betrays Rocky, and he signs with that douchebag who's kind of like Don King, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then the final fight is them brawling outside of a bar on the streets of Philly. Which is sick. That was sick. It was a sick yeah. final fight. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, when I saw the reviews... He's like, I didn't hear no bell. Let's fucking yeah. go. <laughs> not, not even just, you know, pretentious ass letterbox D. But Rocky Five doesn't do well on any aggregated review service. <laughs> yeah. Which well, I found unfair. It has like a 2.4 on letterbox D. I think it has a 5.8 or something really low on IMDb. And I'm and I'm I'm aware of that, and that's why I'm really aggressive about Rocky Five up front. Right when you said, "Hey, what do you guys think of Rocky Five? My what was my fir- my first response was, "I think it's underrated." Everyone says how how it sucks and how it's the worst of the franchise, and I think I agree, I kind of agree with that. But to me, it's still a good movie. That's how I feel. I did enjoy watching it. It wasn't super long, so it didn't wear out its welcome. Um. It was kind of funny that they recast Rocky's son with Stallone's actual kid, who sadly died, I think, 10 years ago. That stinks. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah. I never Sage, knew that. Sage Stallone. I do think that kid sucked in the movie. It I was a huge fan of him. It, it was another one of those plot points where I was like, I really kind of don't care that like, he, was, he was a rich kid, and now he has to go to a shitty Philly public school, and he gets bullied and beaten up, and... And Rocky doesn't have time for him because he's training this new guy. But it's like, yeah, you guys lost your fucking fortune. Bad news is dad's got to get a job now. Dad after, has to work. After you just brought it back up and talked about it, I actually kind of got into the storyline. That is a good storyline. <laughs> him getting bullied, having to go to a shitty Philly school because yeah. it's like his dad's rich. And they're making fun of his dad effectively. And his dad has done more in their life in his life than all those fucking turds will in their lives. Yeah. I like that storyline. The one, that point that you made that I do fuck with though. And now I'm starting to like, think about it. Tommy Gunn wasn't good enough. Like that character wasn't good enough. Wasn't charismatic enough as a good guy to and that ended up hurting his overall his turn at the end. Like it didn't make it as dramatic or as like because you just got douche energy out of him the whole time. And yeah, and when he did turn full douche, it did make sense. So it's like, right. okay, cool. Now now I have a reason to be rooting against this guy. Right. Yeah. I don't I, know, Shuddy, you're you're point. the closest um scientist to Philly. Are do you, do you have any hot takes on this? I mean I know I all the Rocky movies. The na- I know I'm. I mean, I could not tell you exactly what neighborhood he was in. I'm not that familiar with the city, but it looks like every normal neighborhood in the city of Philadelphia. And I think in Rocky Balboa, Creed, and Creed Two, he still lives in that house from Rocky Five. No shit. Which was the house in Rocky One and Two, right? Or no? No, I no. don't think he got his old house back when he got yeah, no, voted out of the mansion. In Rocky 1, he was in an apartment. Right, 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 right. And he was buying turtles and shit. And Rocky 2, I believe he was living... In, 
You know what? That actually might be that was the house I believe that Adrian and Polly were living in because it was their parents' house. Yeah. Right. And then yeah, it carried through. They still owned it when they moved into the mansion, and then they moved back there after they lost the money. Right. I mean, and I'll give. Stayed I, there ever since. I give Stallone props because he wrote the screenplay, and on paper, it it is an interesting installment of the Rocky saga. Loses his money, has to go like back to training people. Kid has to adjust to getting bullied and going to public school and stuff. I just don't know about like the execution. Fair enough. Was a little. I mean, there was a part where. He kept doing that thing where he was pulling coins out of his ears, like, "Hey, what's that you got in your ear? Oh, hey, it's a dollar. You got you got a dollar behind you. Here you go. Hey, hey, that was also just, have that to was... remember that Rocky is not very bright. He's not, but one of my like the funniest line of the movie that stood out for me was when he was taking him to school and he dropped him off and he did the dollar behind the ear trick. He's like, "Hey, you know that that was just a little lunch joke. A little lunch joke. Oh, one of those. Yes." Hey, you know, just just a little lunch joke, yeah. You're really nitpicking this, but I, I appreciate it. But I mean, look, I, I I'm talking shit here, but I I've loved the Rocky saga. I I'm go- this week. I am gonna watch Rocky Balboa. I got to find a way to watch Creed two. I gotta watch these before they go off of HBO Max, you which is like quickly, five days, which is quickly ran down and past Netflix is the best streaming. Uh, service yeah i mean do we have to touch on this like netflix lost subscribers for the first time in a decade i feel as though we don't know enough to to touch on this but we can definitely take our chance a a shot at it i mean i always looked at netflix as like the that's the one everybody has and then it's like okay what what else do you have in addition to netflix like oh yeah i got hbo max because i can't live without blah 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 but yeah i have i have netflix and hbo max i thought Um, netflix was just like the given I I agree. I I I don't I don't know anyone who doesn't have Netflix. Like almost everyone has it. I guess the password sharing thing is what's fucking them. Yeah, and to be honest, that had it that had and still is in a really good run. But if they corrected that, it wouldn't be outrageous to me. I, I don't I think so either. I obviously don't want that to happen. I mean, I pay for my own Netflix, so selfishly, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. But, like, there should probably be, like, a two or three screen minimum. Like, I wouldn't, like, of all the things to bitch about. It's not the password sharing on screens within the home that are the problem. That's allowed. It's outside of, it's like. Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to say, like, whatever, like, sharing the, like, Three different accounts having access to it, that seems to be reasonable. But I think, like, I feel like it's it's unlimited. Like, you can just, if you just give your password, you can just use it. Yeah. Just, that's it. Yeah, because, I mean, I, 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 since the year the new year started, when I log my movies on Letterboxd, I tag them with what streaming service I watch them on. And Netflix has a, a, a healthy showing. Yeah. Let's see, I got... Four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty. Eh, maybe not that impressive, but twenty-one movies so far I've watched on Netflix this year. And a lot of times I'll put Seinfeld on to fall asleep to. That's on Netflix. They got a good anime selection. I think what their problem is is like uh, when they have a hit show, like Stranger Things. 
They just waited way too long between seasons. They should have fucking cracked out so many seasons. Like, just lock those kids up. They were nothing before that show started. Winona Ryder saved her career. She doesn't have much going on. Just everybody. Okay, all you do for the next five years is seasons of Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're about to get million. what season? What, what season are we coming up on? Stranger Things four. four, four or five, four, and these kids are already fucking thirty, and it has to be over. Yeah, this right? is the last one. They don't have a choice; like they almost have to get rid of it. Have you yeah. guys watched the trailer for it? No, no. There is way too much going on in it. Really, it is all over the place. Based from what the trailer shows, it looks like it's going to be a jumbled gobbledy gobbledygook of a mess of them trying to cram too much in. Yikes. I mean, I'm still going to watch it day yeah. one. Oh, so am I. I'm excited for it, but I, well, and hopefully I'm wrong, but the trailer was just. What I've made, mentally I've made peace with, and who knows, but I've kind of mentally made peace with them butchering the ending. Like, it just not being done right. And, like, I didn't get there with Game of Thrones. That's why it pissed me off so much, but I almost feel like, it's almost like a foregone conclusion that Stranger Things is going to end pretty weak. There's no way it ends as strong as it's as it started. So, it's a tall order. Right. Season one of Stranger Things was pretty epic. It's fucking sick. Um, but I mean, I, I I just I watched fucking Anaconda on Netflix last night. It's kind of like a fun spot to also just be like, oh, I remember that fucking stupid ass movie. Let me give that a, a, a rewatch. By the way, Anaconda. How many Anaconda dicks? Eh, too bad. I mean, the CG is absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the puppetry is is right there with it. But I didn't hate it. It was like a three-dicker. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I do. I, I am kind of surprised, though. That <laughs> I think Netflix lost like 40% of its market share. Yeah, which, the stock just like tanked epically. Which is fucking crazy. Um, I, I do find that surprising. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I like Netflix. I don't see myself getting ring it, getting rid of it anytime soon. Even if they make some adjustments to their password sharing stuff, I have some like weird anti Disney thing, and it pr- kind of pisses me off that Disney seemingly has passed it in streaming. Not that I mean, of course, it was always going to get there, but like I don't know. I just want Netflix to be ahead of Disney streaming. I don't think Disney ex- is exactly where it wants to be either. Yeah, but they have so much money to throw out the problem. Yeah. Like they can lose money on their streaming service for another 10 years before it's like, before they'll do anything about it, before they really care. Man, I'm really digging that Moon Knight show, though. Moon Knight kicks ass. I just like, because it's Disney, I just have, I just have this expectation that I'll never get above R. Or never get to R. Like, R. R-rated, mature for mature. Like you'll never see titties on the Disney app. Never. I don't know about titties, I mean, but they they did just change their thing. So when you sign in, you have to like opt in or out of mature content because they got all the Netflix Marvel shows, which are pretty violent. Okay. Well, I could be talking out of my ass. I just feel like we'll never see titties on the Disney app, and I've I I know I've seen tits on Netflix. I have. I've seen facials on Netflix. What? Someone's calling you? You bitch. Wait. Yeah. No. You've seen yeah. cum shots on Netflix? Yeah. 
What what was this on? There was a, a movie, a French movie, I think, called No uh, Love. And the yeah. f- the first scene is a couple laying in bed and a girl is like laying across the dude and it's shot from like the foot of the bed up and she's like jacking his dick off and sucking it. And it goes on for like five minutes and then finally he just like comes on her face. Wow. It's not on there anymore. I remember because I heard somebody on Doug Loves Movies talking about it. And I'm like, this seems like an exaggeration. It can't be that. I put it on. I was like, oh, my God. This is awesome. That's a boner. That's going in her mouth. He's rubbing her clitoris with his thumb. And there's splooge. The good old days on Netflix. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was, that was weird to me. Shuddy, did you see anything this past week? Um, what did we watch? Did we watch anything? No, nothing review worthy. Just catching up, continuing to catch up on Jersey Shore family vacation. Ugh. Uh, Make me sick. Watched, uh, I mean, watched Lady Terminator yesterday for what the fuck did I just watch? That sounds fun. Okay, how did that go? That was. I mean, the movie was bad. It wasn't very fun. Uh, Lady hanging out with Dom was fun, uh, other than forgetting to hook the Yeti back up to the computer when we recorded the he- second half of the podcast. So I do apologize for that. Dom is really bummed out about it and not happy with the quality. But I'm sure Kevin did a fantastic job even though I have received word that you waited a few beats to put the theme song in after I said, Kevin's going to put the theme song right here. No, what happened was I, I put the theme song in. I had it all lined up in the multi-track, mixed it down, and then I saw that comment on Patreon this morning. I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And I opened it up, and sure enough, the theme song wasn't there, so I, I fixed it and replaced it. But oh, okay. <laughs> not much I can do about it when you unplug your blue Yeti. I can't like magically put a good microphone back in. No, I know, but I, 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 you did the best you could with the garbage I gave you. That is true. I just it was the the comment about the the theme song that was that made me laugh. Um, we're going to see the Northman tomorrow. God, they kicked ass. I want to see it again. Um, there's a new season of Russian Doll that I think we'll watch tonight. We'll start tonight. Yep, never got into that one. Is Does Better Call Saul start tonight? Okay, so I know we just defended Netflix. Um, Will you unsubscribe? I don't know what the state of U.S. Netflix subscribers is with Better Call Saul. We might not be getting new episodes of Better Call Saul until 2023 on Netflix. Yeah, they just put the last season up. Doesn't AMC have like its own app? So from what I... you have to have cable. From what I saw, most countries are getting new episodes of Better Call Saul the day after they air on AMC, but not America. Wow. One of the few times it's it's not an advantage to be an American... It always. What are you doing, Shuddy? Do you have a, a Rubik's cube? No, I was opening the weed container. Um, isn't doesn't isn't AMC on Hulu? 
Mm, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. Uh, Hulu's lit. I don't. I don't have Hulu. So I've given up Kevin being does. excited about. Oh no! So they already put the first three episodes of Better Call Saul are already out. So it started. Oh, fuck. Okay. Whatever. But yeah, that's what we get for cutting the cord, I guess. All right. Uh, it's worth it. No regrets. Fuck no, cable. No regrets. No regrets. Fuck cable. I'm so happy to not see those bill statements show up anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I do miss cable. Uh, just because, like, streaming sports. Sometimes, like, if I'm streaming sports or watching sports through my stream, and I'm on Twitter, it'll get spoiled like seconds before I watch it sometimes. Very rarely will mm. Twitter be out in front. So, like, I don't know. I would just prefer to be more synced up or ahead of Twitter with cable. But other than that, I have no complaints or no regrets. Well, guys, Raggets. we've got some time left. And I think we should use it to go through a couple. Voicemails, yay! You can do a couple. Yeah. A few. Let's check in with the Puminati and say what you lovely fools have to say. Where did we leave off? Uh, This one. Hey, this is Jeff from Michigan. Uh, Shreddy, don't fuck with the the intro music. It is what it is, and it, it should stay that way. You don't need to fuck with it. It's fine. All right, you guys are killing it. Bye. <laughs> oh, all right, well, there's one vote for not changing the, the show theme. I, re- I, re- I don't remember what that in, is in uh, regards to. Shuddy Boy hates the intro. I don't remember that combo. <laughs> it's happened multiple Sorry, times. Sorry. Yeah, it, that's exactly what I was going to say. If every time we have this combo, Jeff's like, I don't remember having this combo. <laughs> this has happened numerous times. No. I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Jeff. It was Jeff from Michigan, right? Yeah. All right, here's another human. Yo, Matt, scientist, party hour. Mike in Missouri. Uh, been drinking a little bit, but uh, listening to... <laughs> oh, shit. Queef or no queef, and just felt compelled just to call and say, you guys are kicking ass, and everybody's doing great. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Keep making people happy. Later, guys. Bye. That's the plan, Mike. That's the plan. Mike is a Puminati elite. On the executive board. He actually... (laughs) On the executive board. He helped me with the... uh, the queef or no queef game tracker that I did. Uh, we had a, a discussion about the lowest deal one of us took in a recent queef or no queef. And I, it, we had you, I had you marked down as taking an $8 deal. <laughs> and I said, like, this is so fucking ridiculous. It's so bad. It must be wrong. Um, and Mike went back and re-listened to that episode and you didn't take an $8 deal. You took a two hundred and fifty dollar deal, so still really bad, 
but I had to make a, a one adjustment. Doesn't do anything. How did that translate in your head? Like while we're doing the show, because Jeff is our bookkeeper, which is already playing with fire enough to yeah. keep, keep track of all the stacks of what we bank when we watch Deal or No Deal on Patreon. We started laughing hysterically because when Jeff went through his records last on the last episode, he said, I have taken the lowest deal, which was $8, which meant this whatever contestant was playing had so few cases left and they were so low that I didn't want to risk riding out to the end and took an $8 deal. Because there is no $8 case. <laughs> so but how I have did me this taking, guy taking an $8 deal, so something's wrong. How did I take a $250 deal and you were like, okay, Mark and Kevin down for $8. I don't know. I made the mistake. I don't, I don't know. I took a $50 deal and it says that I took a $50 deal in two straight contestants. So I don't know. Maybe my, maybe uh, my, my notes are off. If, if someone else could be the banker next, next season of Queef for no Queef, that would be a very much appreciated, but I don't, I don't see that that being, the case either because you do need to host you can't be doing this shit and shuddy shouldn't have to do this shit because he won so i'm gonna be the banker again i feel comfortable that my numbers are pretty accurate and either way even if they're off here or there shuddy's got such a wide margin and all the fucking games that we're playing really there's no way i'm that far off so um but yeah i made a i made a mistake there but thank god we have people like uh a uh, voice of God, Mike, to help out with this. Yep. All right, here's another voicemail. Yeah, no, rant, rant stays. What you're getting is a couple of hot takes. I think you need a proper poll if you're going to change the name. My opinion, it stays. Later. Oh, so this guy doesn't like rant, rant becoming Carl on the show. No, too fucking bad. It was always going to happen that way. For every rant, rant detractor we had, we would we would get a rant, rant supporter. Yeah. So. Sounds like we need to change the name again. Okay. Well, what are you thinking? I don't have any names. No, I'm just saying anytime somebody complains about it not being rent rent anymore, we just change it to something different. I know, but I'm gonna get confused by that. We should give her a Yeah, Jeff is actually name. gonna like like drop her real name. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, we should give her a superhero name. Could be like Robin Quivers because she's dating a guy for years that she just called Mister X. Is she still? Is that still the case? No, no, they split up a while ago. Yeah, but wasn't he married? Mister X. Wasn't that why he was Mister X? No, I think he just didn't want the attention. Same thing with Rent Ram. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Carl. Excuse me, Mrs. X. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, I guess I am so cool that she's willing to date me even though I'm in the public eye and she doesn't want the attention. What do you call her on the Ellis show? Do you call her Carl there as well? Nope. She she doesn't come up that much, so she's always just... Your girlfriend. Oh, what does your girlfriend think about that? Yeah, that's easy. I mean, in, in all fairness, Tully's wife's name, I don't think, has ever come up on the show. If it has, it's been like once or twice. You guys are... Good at leaving loved ones out of the crossfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can show. we can take people shitting us on the internet, but we don't want our loved ones getting <laughs> getting roped in. Yeah, catching ricochets. Yeah, yeah. They made the right choices in life. They didn't have to resort to telling fart jokes for a living. I mean, <laughs> I love my living or my uh, profession. It is pretty sweet. 
I do love what our Patreon has become. Doing fucking queef or no queef is quite a treat. Yeah, I feel like... Speaking of Patreon, did either of you guys watch that video that I sent yes. Saturday night? Utterly oh. ridiculous. I didn't. I actually got to rewatch, or I got to watch it. I saw it buzz, didn't really retain it. Um, but it's a promo video from Rooster, right? If yeah, I mean, if you want to, sure. It, I mean, it's what it was an attempt at. Uh, it's three minutes and eleven seconds long, and I think the promo for us is the last eleven seconds. <laughs> Got a lot, a lot of preamble, I guess. A whole lot of preamble. <laughs> uh. All right. How are we doing on time? Yeah, we can sneak a couple more in. What would you like to hey say, guys. human? It's the pariah. The pariah. I shed myself today. Fuck yeah. And he did what to himself? I think the shit himself. Gonna shit himself. Oh. I'm getting older. And apparently my rectum isn't as great as it used to be. Speaking of rectums not being what they used to be, if you guys went to the bathroom right now and just wiped your ass crack with TP, do you think there would be poop on it? Leftovers. No. Yeah. I, I think one of my weaknesses as a human is that I leave too many leftovers. So I think that, <laughs> yes, I, there probably would be. I am confident there would not be. I'm indifferent. Strictly because... I pooped this morning, and I've showered and washed my butthole since then. But sometimes, like the pariah said, your rectum isn't as elastic as it was when you were a kid. Could there have been some some trickle? <laughs> my ass has really worn out over these past few years. The tears of my butthole. Uh, I have to wipe before I play basketball, regardless of when I last shit, just to make sure. I don't want... <laughs> Wait, why? Do you, do you, are you afraid that your because ass he is... doesn't want there to be any poop in his butt that yeah. gets wet and then squishy around, and then his butt becomes yeah. smeared with a whole bunch of poo from the sweat in his ass crack. So wait, you think that Shuddy knows what I'm talking about? The here. sweat is going to mix up with dried up poop in your butthole, make poop soup, and then it'll be uncomfortable with the squishy butt crack. Or are you yes. afraid that your ass is going to stink and people are going to smell it? Or there's no afraid... hypothetical here. I've played basketball with leftovers, and it's been These it's are... made me uncomfortable. Like I don't like it. It's has it bled through? Has there been no poop blot mean, marks on. on your basketball? Shorts? I mean, how fuck? I mean, like how bad at wiping would I have to be? No, it hasn't gotten that bad. I'm just saying, like I I, I will make sure. Like I'm aware that I think my obesity contributes more to me having leftovers. So like, regardless if I poop. Or how long ago I've pooped before playing basketball, I will wipe my ass vigorously <laughs> uh, before I, I before I step on the court. It's just a thing that I do. Human fecal matter. It stretches well. I've sprayed my shower head on my ass. <laughs> Jeez. My favorite pair of underwear. I just get so comfortable around here. I'll say stupid shit, left my, leave my guard down, and then I'll get caught. That's that's why we love you, Jeff. Sprayed my a shower head up my ass. It's terrible. My favorite pair of underwear. Gone. Oh, man. In the presence of customers that I work with. 
very embarrassing. Um, but this is the place to tell other people <laughs> about shitting your pants. It so is. I figured I'd call you. So. Uh, love the show. Fuck you guys. Bye. So is he, is, is he saying that he shit himself in front of customers? That's what it sounds like, yeah. I mean, if he's not the manager or the owner of that business, I would probably just quit. I'd be done. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless, because there, there's, you know, you can shit your pants, and of course you know it, but you might be projecting. Maybe maybe you flew under the radar. Maybe you got away with it. Maybe they didn't know you shit your can pants. Can you imagine game-facing, though, as you shit your pants in front of someone? Like, I don't, I couldn't just, like, shit my pants and play it off. I mean, maybe if like, you're super old and like you're wearing I adult diapers. I farted doing inventory with one of the store managers and thought I was going to squeak out a silent one because I had done that like three times in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. And it was not silent at all. And I got super embarrassed. Was this a man or woman manager? They're all They're all women. Because, I mean, uh, outside of Jeff, I think everybody would agree that it's more embarrassing to fart accidentally in front of a woman than a man. But Jeff will fart in front of you on a first date. It is uncomfortable to fart. Hey, pull my finger. In front of somebody that you don't have the type of friendship with that you feel comfortable enough to just let them rip. Like, I, mean, I would never try if I was hanging out with Dom and Mark, I would have never tried to sneak this fart out silently. I would have just amplified it, tried to get as many trumpets blaring as possible. But this one, I was just, I was like squeezing real lightly, just kind of inching it towards like I could, you know, when you can feel it, just kind of start pushing out of your butt. Like a tiny and then, pressure release. Yeah. Yep. And I, I was like, oh, here we go. And then, well, I can't. I can't do the hand farts as well as Kevin. But it was, it was like she stopped what she was doing. She looked at me. I went. I looked exactly like that. I was like, I am so sorry. Oh, I am oh. so sorry. You should have been like, oh, that was nasty. That was you. Wasn't How you? long ago did this happen? This is this is this is should be on the A block of MSPH. <laughs> I forgot that was that was last Monday, last this, week, a week the, ago. How the hell did we talk about Johnny Depp before this? Yeah, I know. Damn it. Wow. So you farted in front of a, Kevin's never farted in front of a woman. You farted in front of a coworker. I have farted <laughs> in front of women. Your mom and sister do, do not count. I farted when I worked at McDonald's. I one time farted in front of everybody and it it <laughs> snuck out of me. I think what it was it is snuck like out of me. I was How do you <laughs> fart in front of everyone and it snuck out of you. Well, I was I was just really tired and it was a long day <laughs> and I felt a fart and I was just on autopilot and I just pushed and farted and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in front of like a fucking big group of people." And like people started like every, someone high five you? No, they all just like looked. They're like, "What?" And I my response was I just went, "Mabi." And then everybody started laughing. They're like, I can't believe you just fucking ripped ass in front of everybody. And your, your response was, my B. I mean, it you became like even a little bit of, like that. It became like a little bit of an inside joke. Like anytime, like if someone's sneaker rubbed the floor and sounded like a fart, they would go, oh, my B. 
Oh, man. So you were traumatized about farting in front of people. Nah, Perhaps. that wasn't that bad. Because okay. I don't think I was trying to pork any of them. Man, shuddy fart in front of a coworker is pretty good. Or uh, That was just the SIE. I didn't do that. Employee, really. Yeah. Was the, did you have any wiggle room to play it off and blame something else? No, because I the, where I was, so they were on one <laughs> side of me. And I was between two sets of shelves. Like it was, and we were the only two people in the store. It was like 7.30 in the morning. So it was a morning fart. <laughs> Smelled like oatmeal. <laughs> Man. Leftover from like, what did I eat at bedtime just before bed on Easter? Probably Easter candy, some. Oh, excuse me. I just laid a Cadbury cream egg. Human fecal matter. Uh, Frosted mini wheats. Human fecal matter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, bless you. I feel you, Pariah. I feel you. I feel the mortification. Yeah, and I like, um, how bad uh, was was this a shart? Did you drop a full log? Are you 100% sure everybody in the vicinity knew you just shit your pants, including the customers? You said you ruined your favorite pair of underpants. I mean, I've sharted before, washed them. And then be like, all right, cool. These these live to fight another day. Yeah, how dare you yeah, but come in our voicemail? Work, if you're at work and you shit your pants, your move is probably just to immediately take off your underpants and throw them out. You're not yeah. putting them in a plastic bag filled with poop and keeping them at work so you can take them home and wash them. That's what I did when I sharted at the Stern Show back in the day. <laughs> I just went into one of the stalls, took my underwear off, wiped my ass through the through the shitty drawers in the in the community waste basket. Got busted by Steve Langford of the Howard 100 News and went on with my day. We have a lot of questions about this, and damn you, Pariah, for leaving a uh, shit your pants voicemail story. Yeah, call back. So we'll get to it in like questions. two months. <laughs> yeah, with only half the information. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, we've gotten. Oh, never mind. I was misreading things. We've only gotten two new voicemails today. Just this day alone. But All right, let's Oh, we're getting close. Fuck. All right, yeah. We'll 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 finish these up next week. Um, but thank you all for listening. Please, please, please. If you'd like to support the homies and get much much more content weekly, Sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Tons and tons and tons of great content. Four and a half years worth that you get access to all of when you sign up. And all future shows. We've got Jeff and I are doing another Dragon Ball Queef today. Um, A brand new What the Fuck Did I Just Watch with Shuddy and Dom went up. There's the Kevin's Nerd Holes, Snack Attacks with Jeff. Uh, The Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition makes its return next month. It's it's a great time to to be a part of our Patreon. So check it out. Join the Puminati Extreme Elite, and we will see you guys over there. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft, at Shuddy Boy, at Jeffro Records, and at MSPH Podcast. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Uh, Jeff's got his podcast, Bet Slippin'. If you need some gambling takes in your life. From the Dragon. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, the NBA Playoff Podcast has um, 
has been shit this year. I am struggling. I, I made so much money during the NBA regular season, and I am in the process of giving it back. Um, You're but, a very generous man. <laughs> yeah, not a, Listeners would have other uh, thoughts about that, but I think I'm going to figure it out. I think I'm going to end up profiting these playoffs. I've won money in the last five playoff, NBA playoffs, so I'll write the shit, but it's a, it's a fucking bumpy... It's a bumpy trip, I'll tell you that. There's some turbulence. Yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. We'll It'll work it out. Uh, you can also shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com and catch Shuddy Boy at um, Yuck Yucks in Calgary this week. <laughs> yes, yes. Doing a, um, yeah, this week. I'm sorry. Uh, I was opening for- about to promote the, the Stinker DeMaio show, but we can do that next week. <laughs> <laughs> opening for Bill Burr. Look out for him, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big things are happening. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. And until next time, you something. I hate the idea of dieting. Check, check, check. I played basketball for like three hey, hours hey, hey. yesterday. I mean, I remember when you used to show up with like Tupperwares full of meal prep. Can't do it anymore. No? Not interested. I mean, you lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. Look at I felt gayer because of which. (sighs) I mean, that's really what it is. I can work out. I don't work out as much as I would like to, but I can work out. I cannot diet. Can't do it. They say dieting is 80% of it. I know. I understand that. That's what I'm saying, Kevin. Don't make me feel bad. I'm trying to make you feel bad. I'm trying to make you feel bad so you can lose weight again. I can't hear either of you. That's probably Kevin's fault. Oh, now I can hear you. Okay. I think it's Shuddy's fault. Can you hear Kevin? Oh, damn it. Everything's been my fault lately, so. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Emo Shuddy. (laughs) I'm fucking destroyed right now. I think um, these like random like like, heat flashes or well heat waves that we've been getting. I don't like it. I wish they would stay consistent because I really, I don't know. I'm ready for the summer to be here. I know I don't have the summer bod, per se, (laughs) but I'm ready for the summer to be here. I got a nice tan. I like going to the beach, playing some basketball. Do you take your shirt off when you go to the beach? What? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not i did when i had uh when i had a girlfriend because she was like i don't know she was a a, a beach um regular and she's just i don't know was just down for my fat ass beach whaling it she, i don't know didn't didn't bother her bothered me yeah it bothers bothered. me to be shirtless yeah not down Fat ass. You guys hear that candle coming through the candle? Nope. Pretty sure I don't know. Hear a candle? I don't think I've ever heard a candle. Yeah, I don't know what candles sound like. I guess like popping wax. I kind of know what that sounds like. What is your candle saying? Is it pop rocks? If you guys shut up, you might be able to hear it. I think I hear something. Uh, 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 uh. Fuck you both. Seriously.
Shuddy, what is going what, on? What did I do? I'm asking you if you if this is making a noise that you guys can audibly hear. Like legitimately asking you a fucking question so I can blow out the candle if you can't hear it. I feel like we both it, said we couldn't instead, hear it. I'm on the I, I vote that I cannot hear it. That is that is my official response to your question. Thank you. Yeah, same. I I gotta be honest, I don't like Kevin Stone today, Shuddy. Fuck this guy. Let's let's stick together, me and you, and we'll find a way to piss Kevin off. Kevin, you bitch. I'm gonna fucking go go right for your jugular, Jeff. Wait a second. Wait a second. I feel like I'm the best one of us three. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't like how the guns are turning on me. No, yeah, I think you're the worst. I brought the dog. And she's improved the mood and atmosphere of the studio. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Isn't that right, little mama? Little mama's done. Dusting us with her magical farts. My, one of my favorite things is when she farts so bad that she like walks away from it. Or sometimes she'll, she like, pisses herself off. She'll fart herself like out of a nap. <laughs> she did that this morning. Uh but yeah, like I'm ready for the summer to be here. I am, and it's really hot today. It was it's 89 right now. It was in Studio City. Pretty hot yesterday. But there's no consistency, or is it consistently hot up here? No, it's been all over the place. But the valley sucks in the summer. I'm I'm not rushing to to get the summer going. Yeah, that's true. Because I have fucking bitch-ass air conditioning. I got that loud-ass wall unit. Doesn't reach my room. So I have to sleep in boiling hot heat for four months out of the year, which blows. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would just pass out on my couch if I were you, if it were that miserable. Sometimes I do. Huh. It gets fucking nasty. Take bong rips on that motherfucker. Watch Netflix until you, until you go unconscious. Really, you don't even have to go to sleep. I've been there. Just stop doing things. <sighs> Man, got a, I, I think I got a big review today. I consider the John Wayne Gacy Netflix documentary, <laughs> like. Oh, true crime. Yeah, pivotal Jeff Clark content that, that the Puminati in the streets need to hear me weigh in on. I hope I don't ruin it. I, I mean... S- I suck with the reviews. Spoiler alert, John Wayne Gacy, huge dick. Not chill. Yeah, I heard he killed people. And he was guilty. So, I don't know. I, I mean, uh. I guess it's kind of... It, the title of the documentary is Conversations with a Killer. So... I mean, there was no mystery. It's been it's been adjudicated and widely um, known John Wayne Gacy's crimes. But yeah, they they go right into it, and I thought it was pretty good. Doc, actually, I thought it was really good. Not Night Stalker good. I'd say it was better than Ted Bundy. Was it uh, better than Al Bundy? Al Bundy. Al Bundy's a great American. Al Bundy. <laughs> so I was going to save this. I was going to save this 
for the review. Wait, you had an Al Bundy take for your John Wayne Gacy review? Yes. Because, <laughs> so, me and, me, me and Bonnie were talking, she's a huge true crime uh, oh, yeah. documentary fan, and Puminati, several of you know who Bonnie is, uh, but she got in my DMs over the weekend talking about the John Wayne Gacy documentary dropped, I'm watching it, you watching it, yes, we're, we'll review it, we'll, we'll discuss it. So, we talked about it, and... John Wayne Gacy had a wife and children before, like, he started his, I think before he started his serial killing. Definitely, definitely before the prime of it. And there was some, was there some dude fuckery happen, happening with him? It, it was pretty much all dude fuckery. Yeah, he was just, like, porking men and then murdering them? Yeah, he was really mad about about him liking dudes. And he went as far as to say he wasn't a homosexual because there wasn't love involved. It's the classic. <laughs> it's the classic. It's a classic take, right? Really. It's your. It's your classic Jeff Clark nonsense. <laughs> Wait. Sure. It's, uh, it's not gay if I kill the guy afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you say it back to me in my voice, that feels that feels like a take I would make for sure. <laughs> well, he's homeless, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we're, me and Bonnie were talking. It's just like we're ranking, power ranking the creepiness of serial killers, and we're ta- and 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 we agreed that he's probably third, the top four. Uh, the Mount Rushmore of American serial killers goes, of course, everyone knows this. I'm just going to remind him: Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Well, yeah, because he was a kid fucker. He was not. He wasn't. No, I thought he was a kid fucker. No. No, he actually, it seemed like, I mean, most of his vi- victims were random, but it seemed like he really liked killing old people. Like, he raped, I think, a couple old old ladies at, yeah, before and after murdering them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, first, I think, was Night Stalker, because, and now I'm just eating into my entire review, but whatever. We need some Easter egg stuff anyways. Um, <laughs> and I'll, we can... I can give spoilers for uh, a spoiler warning for all this, but one Night Stalker because his victims felt truly random. Like he just, I, they called him the Night Stalker. He would just drive around at night and, like, I don't know, like randomly pick people to murder. Jeffrey Dahmer because he got the cannibalism thing. Um, yeah, but I know that bums you out. I need, yeah, absolutely. I need, I, I do kind of need a conversations with a killer or just Netflix documentary of Jeffrey Dahmer to refresh my Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. But I felt like his murders were less random, but crazier and more disgusting. And then third would be, them. yeah. And then third would be John Wayne Gacy. And then fourth <laughs> would be Ted Bundy. But we were talking about the reason why John Wayne Gacy's third is because, and and really he's probably f- actually fourth, the fourth least weird, or fourth in the weirdest of the serial killer power rankings because he had a fucking business and a wife and kids. Like he had a business with business cards and like would issue payments and have like contractors and stuff. So there were like 
nor there was normalcy to John Wayne Gacy, where whereas like the rich Richard Ramirez is just a complete psycho through and through, right? So we were talking, me and Bonnie. It's like he has kids. Like, could you imagine going around in the world with your last name being Gacy? So we were talking about like last names or names that should be like retired, like sports jerseys. And to bring it all around full circle, Al Bundy single-handedly keeps Ted Bundy's name out of complete, like, just shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't be a Gacy moving forward. And they even came, I think they came up with Al Bundy's character as around the same time Ted Bundy got famous. But, I mean, you, would, you couldn't call a, a main character a Bundy anymore, I don't think. I think you could. Yeah, maybe you're right. But a Gacy? Like, as soon as you see Gacy, I don't know. That's a, that, to me, is a scary name. Like you're you're going to have a hard time retiring Ramirez. Yeah, it can't retire Ramirez. Like, the the most obvious name that should that no one could refer to themselves as is Hitler. Yeah. Like, if you're a Hitler, like, you got you to gotta get rid of that name. You gotta. Yeah. Jeff, what years do you think Ted Bundy was active that he overlapped with? Married with children. Well, I thought his his trial was in the late eighties, right? Because he wasn't like I don't. I I thought maybe I'm misremembering. I, I, if you're looking it up, that would help. But I thought his trial was in the late eighties, and Married with Children was right late eighties, early nineties. There I was thought. a point in time where I had to sneak to watch Married with Children. What? My my grandpa came in the room one time when I was watching Married with Children during a particularly gnarly joke, probably. And uh, he it. he fucking he he went to my mom and was like, "Oh, Kevin shouldn't be watching this show." Your 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 mom's boyfriend or your current stepdad. No, my my mom's dad, my grandpa. Oh, your mom's dad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I misheard that. Okay. He also got me. Did I tell this story recently when I used to I used to keep track of which PG-13 movies showed Hooters and I think I remember you saying that. Dragnet the Dan Aykroyd Tom Hanks movie had titties in it. So I had it like recorded on VHS so I could watch the titties. And I woke up one morning before everybody else and I put the VHS on just to see those magnificent Hooters and Dragnet. Right as my grandpa walks into the room and sees the titties, and he's like, oh, what movie is this? And I was like, Dragnet? He's like, I'm talking to your mother about this. <laughs> and then that day during breakfast, he was like, um, I saw Kevin watching this movie today called Batman, and I don't think it's appropriate for him. And it's, a, I, it's an assault on children. Yeah. Uh, Penguin had goop. Coming out of his mouth. But yeah, he was just like, I don't think Kevin should be allowed to watch Batman anymore. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, Batman doesn't have any titties. I'm not correcting him. Take my Batman away, but don't take my titties. And my mom was just like, all right, okay, I guess you're not watching Batman anymore. And then he caught himself at the last minute and he was like, oh, wait a second, I mean Dragnet. I was like, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa took titties right off the map for you. Or right off the table. So, I'm looking up Ted Bundy's Wikipedia right now, and it appears as though 
his trial was in like the late seventies. He actually died. Nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, and he actually I think he died No, he was in executed. 86. And eighty nine, it says. Yes, sorry, eighty nine. Um maybe that was part of the joke of naming the character Al Bundy. Because he was a Bundy. I don't remember. I, I think I, I've seen, and granted, it was when I was young and when it was actually current, but I think I've seen uh, most of Married with Children, and there was no Ted Bundy references. doesn't fit in with sitcom vibes, tones, you know? Yeah, not really. But apparently... Not at all. I don't know. Maybe Bundy's just not as weird of a name. I don't know. It seems kind of... I, w- I wouldn't go with the Bundy name, but I, we're, we're, me and Bonnie, I think the highlight of our um, our uh, review of Conversations with a Killer was talking about names that should be retired. Like, like it could be positive too. Like, you probably should if your if your last name's Parker, you probably shouldn't name your kid Peter. Or like, if your last name's Wayne, like maybe don't do Bruce Wayne type shit. <laughs> Michael Jordan is just too general. And you can make the same argument about Bruce Wayne and Peter Parker, I guess. I'm trying to think of another, like... I don't think I've met many Bruce Waynes or Peter Parkers in my travels. Right. Never. So, I don't know. I don't know. I guess you guys don't have much thoughts on that. No, not really. But that was... (laughs) That was a quality Easter egg conversation. Are we ready to go into the main show? What do you guys think? I just need record permission. Looking at address and shuddy. Oh, I saw the little alert. Recording in progress. The narc has notified the parties. <laughs> we are watching. Yeah. Are the oh, buttons shit. good to go? Uh. Snoopy poop dog. I wasn't asked for you to hit that one specifically. I picked up on it. Lemonelman spares. From Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientist party hour. My face is almost as red as my shirt. 